What's going on, everyone? Frankie D here. This podcast you're about to listen to is from my live internet radio show on the Live 365 app. So for anyone that wants to listen to the Frankie D show live, download the Live 365 app to your phone or go to live365.com and look up FDRS on there. All right? FDRS. That's the name of my radio station. So listen live, jam out to some classic rock with me, maybe even call in. And that all takes place on Fridays, every Friday from 3 to 5 p.m. Eastern. All right? Sound good? Enjoy the podcast now. Hey, everyone. Frankie D here. Welcome to the Frankie D Show. What's going on, everyone? I'm starting up the Frankie D Show right now. I'm your host, Frankie D. Thank you. Thank you very much. All righty. Now, you know, I usually just have calling guests on the Frankie D Show. I usually, you know, I'm in my basement on my shitty ping pong table making a show for everyone. Well, today I changed things up. I'm in a studio. I've talked about it with you guys before. Right now, I'm in a studio with... My friend, Ian. Ian, say hi to to everyone. Hey, what's going on, everybody? Thanks for having me, Frank. Of course, Ian. So, Ian, we're just going to jump into some music right now, and we'll get into some talk breaks. Does that sound good with you? Perfect. Sounds good by me. All right. Uh, And again, sorry for uh, being late, everyone, my uh, tardiness. I know. I know. Uh, Ian, since you're a Jersey boy, I'm a Jersey boy, we're going to start off with a Jersey boy. Sound good? Perfect. All right, first up here on the Frankie D Show, we are going Living on a Prayer by Bon Jovi here on FDRS. All right, that was Living on a Prayer by Bon Jovi, and of course my fucking mic has to cut out on me there. I'm back. All right, Ian, we're back to the Frankie D Show. I hope you got those jitters out of you. We talked a little bit there. Yep, yes, sir. Ready to go. All right, so we're going to get into uh, some interview segments. So, you know, uh, to you know, for my audience here, I know you guys are used to like hearing me. I usually do the show, and then for my guests, I usually have a calling guest. They'll just be, you know, they take up a, you know, a chunk like thirty minutes, give or take. But Ian's on with me the whole time, guys. So woo, easier with me. So we're gonna talk in segments. Then we'll talk. We'll you know play some music. Talk play some music. So. uh Ian is my friend I grew up with. I've known him for years now. But really, we haven't talked tremendously since uh, high school, Ian. So there's a lot about you, you know, I, I don't know. Like, what what kind of work you doing these days? You don't got to say where, you know, where you work. What, what kind of work you doing these days? Yeah, yeah, for sure, man. Um, and again, thank you again for having me on the show. Absolutely. Uh, yeah, awesome to be here. Um, so yeah, yeah, I got into, uh, it was kind of a weird turn of events after college. I kind of studied very broadly um, communications and ended up uh, making my way into the hotel industry. So wow. yeah, I've been working with hotels for the last uh, going on four years now. What's the craziest thing you've seen in a hotel? Oh man, so I'm not I'm not physically on a property. I work within the the corporate headquarters, um, okay. but I've definitely heard a lot of crazy things on the phone. Um, so uh, I do uh, openings. So I work with a lot of incoming properties. Um, a lot of hotels catching fire, unfortunately. Oh, a lot shit. of yeah, a lot of crazy things like that. Um, and then uh, a lot of times we'll get some franchisees that. They uh, they like to share a lot of their business with us, and uh, I've gotten uh, the toilet flushed on me a couple times on the toilet uh, while I'm on the <laughs> phone with them. So yeah, we, we we hear a lot of things over there. Yeah, I remember I was talking to uh, someone else we uh, went to high school with. She was a couple years older than us, and she became a nurse. And she was telling me like the insane shit that guys will put up their penises. 
Oh God, I can't <laughs> she, even imagine. You know, I, you know, she. I was like, what the? F-? I was like, what would make them want to do that? You know, I was curious. Like in a hotel, like if if like. I don't know any of the people work there. If they get like complaints that people are like having sex too loud or something, do you know if that ever happens? I think that for someone like myself, that's definitely a complaint that I would bring to the table. But a lot of the people I work with have been in the industry for so long that that's like, it's like background noise to them now. Like that's, really? that, that doesn't even come up anymore. Yeah. It's a lot of the, the other crazy stuff. Um, uh, a lot of, uh, cause I mean, really with, with what we're doing, um, with our company, it's, it's all over the world. So, uh, uh-huh. you you get different, different people, different areas. You hear a lot of crazy stuff. So, yeah. uh, a lot of, um, uh, people breaking into rooms, trying to just get a night's night's sleep, stuff like that. So really? that's, that's usually the biggest complaints I get is how do we keep, uh, people that are, um, not guests at the hotel out of the hotel. So these people that are breaking in, are they like homeless people or are they people that like just are on vacation and they don't want to spend an extra? Yeah, no, a lot of homeless, a lot of, <laughs> yeah, yeah, a lot of people, some people on the run. Yeah. Just trying to get away, trying to, trying to duck, uh, lay low for a little bit. So is that like scary when you got to come across some of these people? You're like, oh, f- I don't know what the fuck these guys are going to do, yeah. do if I try to kick them out. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and that—that's what a lot of our, our um, the people that we work with say. A lot of the hotel owners, they're like, "I don't want to kick these guys out. Like, they know where I am. They yeah, know, right? like, a lot of them like will live at a hotel too, and they they say that they're like, they know where I live. They are staying at my house basically. So yeah, that's that's pretty uh, freaking crazy. I'd yeah. be I'd be like very scared, and especially like, what if they're like you know, naked or something like they try yeah. to pull like one of those, you yeah, know, it's yeah. like, and it happens. It happens, man. Yeah, sometimes <laughs> you'll walk in the lobby and there's just somebody naked uh, sitting on the couch and yeah, it just happens sometimes and i mean it, of course it's not wanted but yeah you never really know yeah that's insane now do you see yourself working in the hotel industry like f- throughout your career or is this just like oh, i'm trying this out for mm-hmm. now maybe in five years ten years i, I want to try something else out yeah sure no that's a great question so i think when i first started it was kind of like well let me try this let me see um yeah. it was it was uh one of my first uh, offers i was like all right let's get into it and yeah. just see if i like it and within probably three, four months, I was like, this is really cool. Like, it's just different. It's something I don't know. So, yeah. um, yeah. And, and, fr- and from then on it's, it's stuck. Like I've, I've been in love with it since. And I know it's kind of a uh-huh. weird thing to kind of say like, Oh, I'm in love with the hotel industry, but <laughs> it, it's come around in the ways I never saw it. So now did you just see like this job on indeed or something, or were you like actually looking for the hotel industry? Yeah. So, yeah. So it's, it's funny. So, um, a, a good friend of, uh, of my dad's, uh, he was working there at the time and yeah, he was kind of like my mentor and everything, just giving me advice throughout college, kind of uh-huh. telling me what I should do uh, course-wise, things like that. Um, and uh, he was kind of helping me throughout, like, applying to jobs, going on interviews, prepping me. And I was kind of having some bad luck with it. And he was like, well, you ever think about, like, this company? I was like, nah, I've never, I've honestly never even heard of it aside from you. So uh-huh. he kind of directed me, helped me look and everything, found it, and then uh, ended up working out. So Gotcha. Well, I mean, I remember... Uh in high school, you worked at Wawa back then. Uh-huh. I, re- I remember. I remember you worked at. You, you're a hard worker, so I'm glad to see that you. I'll be fast. You, <laughs> I'm glad to see that you've uh, found something that you love. That you know that I'm sure you're also a hard worker, and because I, I see you uh, going very far in life, Ian. Oh, I appreciate that. Thanks, Frank. Yeah, no, it's Absolutely. it's been cool so far. So I really appreciate it. Absolutely. Now I got. I don't know if this is a sore uh, spot for you, but I do have to ask you, like. I always remember you 
throughout the years. I mean, at high school, it got shorter, but mm-hmm. uh, you always had very long hair, and then it was shorter <laughs> in high school. And right now, you've got like a buzz buzzed head. I was like, I can't even say that, man. We're bald. We're clean up top. Yeah, like, you're, is it? Were you going? Were you losing hair, and you wanted to, or is it like? So, yeah, you look good. Yeah, like no, you're one of the people that. that pull off a bald head. I mean, I we, that. we got uh, some dickhead right now listening to us. Saturday Night Smoke. He's bald also, but he yeah. uh, he you pull it off. Him on the other hand, eh. <laughs> hey, shout out all the bald heads. So. <laughs> uh, no, yeah, it was it was. Uh, I'm definitely about to blow my spot up here on the air, but um, I started off. It was definitely on its way out, and I was like, you know what? Like right now, I could say it was still my choice. So that was it. And one of my buddies, he he was big on that. So he's like, dude, you lose absolutely nothing by going bald. So just go for it and. Here we are. It's stuck. Now, nah, dude, you look good with it, though. Nah, I appreciate <laughs> like, that. I like, appreciate that. You, you, like, there's some people, like, there, there is a, a wrestler a lot of people are familiar with. I don't know if you know him. His name is uh, Stone Cold Steve Austin. Oh, of course. And he, back in the day, had blonde hair and stuff. And what, when he shaved his head... It, like, he looked so much better mm-hmm. with the shaved head. Like, there's some people, once they take that leap of faith, it's like... Like the, the best decision they made, like for them, for their career, for their, it's like, they were so scared of going bald. And then once they shaved their head, they're like, Oh no, I look kick ass now. Oh, for sure. And I, I like growing up too, I always had a lot of like calyx and stuff like that. So I never quite knew what my hair was doing at any time of the day. And once <laughs> I put a hat on, it could not come off. Cause I knew my hair was standing up in every direction. Right. Now I never have to worry about that. Nice. So that's perfect. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, I just, I, I, I just, uh, f- uh, wanted to uh, ask you about it because, uh, like, like I said, through uh, our lives, I remember you used to have very long hair. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That was probably like fourth, fifth grade. That my my mom was like, "You got to get rid of this right now. Like, it's getting <laughs> too long." So, yeah, that's when that's when we cut it off. Got down to like a faux hawk, and then that's continuously worked its way down to nothing. So. That's funny. That's funny how we went from, uh, I went from uh, talking about jobs to talking about hair. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Ian, we're going to jump into another song. We'll be back with another talk break after that. Sound good, my friend? Sounds good by me, man. All right, next up, I'm going to play some Boston, if that sounds fine with you. Perfect. All right, next up here on the Frankie D Show, rock and roll band Boston here on FDRS. You just listened to Pinball Wizard by The Who, a song that my friend Ian here was not familiar with. <laughs> just putting you on blast Totally there, blowing my spot up right now. It's so good. All right, Ian, I got more questions for you. Let's go. Let's hear them. All right. So uh, it's funny. I mentioned a wrestler before. I'm mentioning girl wrestlers now. Have you ever heard of uh, the Bella Twins? They were uh, they had like a TV show. They were in the, the WWE. No, I haven't. Gotcha. Well, a very hot set of twins. I okay. mean, one day to John Cena. Everyone knows John Cena. <laughs> Right, you know, can't see him, but everybody knows him. Yeah, that's right. Uh, now she's married to uh, some dude. Uh, the one that dated John Cena is married to some dude from like Dancing with the Stars. Oh, nice. The other one's married to another wrestler. Anyway, really hot set of twins, and uh, you know, a lot of dudes like it's like their fantasy to uh, get with them. I- I'm curious what your thought. Like, would you ever want to get with a set of twins? I mean, who wouldn't? Like you just said, that's every guy's fantasy. Well, like the reason why I ask you that is uh, when we were in high school, I remember you dated a girl that had a twin and then she, then she, uh, I don't remember what happened. If you dumped her, she dumped you. You started dating her twin sister. And I was like, no, is he trying to work something out there? Yeah. Yeah. The long story, long story, <laughs> man. Yeah. Now, so, so I went on one date with the one sister and okay. we found out very quickly that was not going anywhere. It didn't okay. work out. Um, and then, uh, I threw out like the process of trying to date the one sister, okay. uh, the other one. And I became very close friends. We started talking and then push comes to shove. We started dating. So a little, right. little while later, there was definitely some time in between, but yeah. So, and, yeah. And was there like, 
some awkward, like, was the one sister, like, you know, I kind of went on a date with him for, like, was there any awkwardness or? Yeah. Uh, Again, I didn't know if you were trying to work something out. It's like, all right, I'll start, start the situation <laughs> with this one, make my way over to this one. We'll see what we can work out for the future. Um. Yeah, no, no, it, it wasn't really awkward. And, and it was funny when, um, the tables kind of turned a little bit. So like once, like I went on the date with the first sister, okay. sister one, and then sister two has kind of helped me out. And then, uh, as we started getting further along into it and seeing that it wasn't going to work out, they switched roles and then <laughs> the other one started helping me with the, with the, the one I ended up dating. So, all right. Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, I, I you know, I'm curious if that is, uh, a, like a big thing with, uh, pe like not, not that this happened with you, but like with other people in, uh, in high school, like with twins and stuff, because of fantasies and fetishes and whatever, because there was another person, I don't even know her name, that went to our high school. Mm -hmm. And uh, I, I heard she was dating this one twin that it, it went to her. I, I, I don't even remember these people's name, but you you probably seen them around okay. too. And I heard she was dating this one. Then I heard she was dating the other. Then I really started hearing from a lot of people. She was dating both the fucking dudes. And I was no like, way. what the fuck is going on? <laughs> no way, man. I was like, if you want a threesome with twins, I'm sure they'll just give it to you. Right, right, right. right. <laughs> now, I mean, that's news to me, man. I, I'm not quite sure who you're talking about either, but that is, that is pretty heavy. That's pretty deep. Right? Like, I, and again, I mean, th those could have been rumors. I don't uh -huh. know. But yeah, I mean... I saw you with the one twin, and then I saw you with the other, and I was like, I think Ian's going for no. something. <laughs> no, no. Like I mentioned, I mean, it was it was definitely, it looks weird on paper when you break it down, but the, the intentions were not that deep, so. Gotcha. Now, I, Ian, I've known you a long time. You're, you're a good dude. I don't think you'd go for anything Oh, freaky. yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and yeah, but, no, do you? Well, sorry, oh, no, I, was gonna say, I wouldn't go that far, but yeah, who knows? <laughs> yeah, you never know. So, <laughs> no, do you keep up with a lot of people from uh, you know our high school days? I don't at all. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, I, I got a, a good group of guys and everything that we we've stayed real tight and everything throughout uh, uh throughout really just just college and then post college and everything. So we've stayed tight. And then uh, more recently, I started to reconnect with a lot of good friends. Um, really after college, uh, mm -hmm. just a quick example. Um, a good friend of mine, he just purchased a a, a cafe in in town not too long ago. Wow. Uh, yeah. Shout out Teresa's Cafe. Oh, yeah. Um, so, yeah. So he opened that back up and it was funny. Like, I just kind of saw his uh, story and everything on Instagram. I started like swiping up and everything, just talking to him. And now, I mean, play golf with him almost every weekend, like Good hanging shit. out with him all the time, drinking beer all the time. So, yeah, yeah it, like rekindled that friendship. Good shit. You know, you know what's uh, funny? I was thinking about this before. I, I do a, a lot of topics on here. You know, uh, I talk about a lot of these stories that uh, of these hot female teachers banging their male students because i'm like where the fuck were these hot teachers when i you know when i was in like <laughs> high school and stuff like like there was none of them giving me that, those kind of looks or anything and i was uh thinking back to uh you know high school and even our middle school and we did have some hot teachers yeah we had a couple and uh you know i was really thinking back to middle school i'm not gonna you know say their names on air here but uh, you know there there was one uh i'll go with uh miss c she was a blonde she was she was a middle school teacher. Okay, she looked like a fucking model. I don't yeah. know. Yeah, I, I, which which uh, which subject was that? We neither of us would have had her. Okay, I think we were. I, I, in fact, 
Yes. Oh, okay. I, that was all I needed to hear. Yep. Yep. Okay. Yeah. I think she yep. came afterwards, but she she looked like a fucking model. Yeah. Crazy. Right. I was like, no. I mean, I was I would have been a little even young for that. I mean, you know, it's like I would have been in middle school. Yeah. She, middle school's a little. She she would she would have been like really in, she would have been really in trouble. I mean, you know, the high school teachers get enough in in trouble. Uh, then there was another Miss C. Now this one was again me and you would not have had this one. She was Italian. Okay. Fucking smoke show. Same same school? Yeah, same school. Okay. Yeah. And uh, then this one you might have. I didn't have her. Miss L. Oh, come on now. Come on now. Don't even bring that name up. <laughs> Miss L, a science teacher. Yeah, no, that's a story that, uh, uh, I mean, if we have time for a story, but yeah. Was, I actually had a story too. I wonder if it's oh, the yeah. same story, but you, you, you can tell your story. Sure. No, yeah. I just remember... Um, like as as the year goes on, you get a little more comfortable with your teachers and everything. And okay. then, uh, yeah, this one kid stands up in class, like he was not doing so hot all year. And the teacher was asking him, like, "Hey, like, what's going on?" And she's like, "Do you have any questions?" He's like, "I don't know. Can you just like take your pants off?" Dude, oh, we have the same story. We have the same story. <laughs> and I can like still visual the guy's face asking it, and we were all like, "No way." He just said that. There's no way. Oh my god! You know, you know what's funny? Coincidentally, I, I'll tell you my version of that story because yeah. our, ours were a little okay. different. At least what he told me. Okay, like, sure, at least sure. what he told me. I, I wasn't in the class. If you were sure. in the class, you probably got it right then. You know, uh, so he tells me it was like, I thought he said it was actually like the, one, like the first day of school or something when the teachers oh, okay. say, there's no such thing as a stupid question. And he raised his hand. He was like, well, if I ask you to take your pants off, isn't isn't that a stupid question? <laughs> Something like that, that definitely sounds more familiar. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, this is going back years. So, but you know what? The funniest thing is, we might have to get um so my one friend to uh, Colin. Mm-hmm. I've uh, th- this person I went to college with. I'm friends with. Coincidentally, he has a friend, and that friend knows. That guy that we're talking about no right now. Way. No fucking and way. all of a sudden, uh, he's on the phone. Yo, you're with Frankie D. Blah, blah. And like, <laughs> like, like we were friends for years. And the first thing I say was, oh, yeah, of course I remember you. The one that told the, te- the hot teacher to take her pants off. And he was like, how is this following me my whole life? Yeah, that, that's one he's never going to shake. That's oh, yeah. good. But, but, like, the funny, like, she, like, that teacher was hot as hell. I think more people, like, it's funny. He's taking it, like, oh, everyone gave me crap. I, like, I think more people were giving him props and yeah, just laughing yeah. at yeah, it. Yeah, seriously. I mean, hey, he had the balls that nobody else had at the time. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah I mean, that was just hilarious. But, yeah, that, that teacher was a fucking smoke show, too. Oh, for sure. For sure. Yeah. I mean, in terms of high school, I, I oh, no, I, I do remember. I do remember one. She had more of, like, the MILF look, too. I don't. It was a math teacher, uh, skinny okay. blonde. I don't. I, okay. You know, actually, no. That man. Well, we might have had a couple. I remember there was a, a science teacher there too. I think she taught like aquatic bio or something like that. Uh, yeah, I'm not sure. But yeah, I mean, you know, I'm reading through these stories. I talk about them relatively often here on the Frankie D Show because I feel like I come up. I, you know, it used to be like every week I'd be reading through stories online articles, sure, yeah. and they would just pop up, and I'm like, is this just a common occurrence now? <laughs> Are, t- are there hot women that are like, how can we feel hot our whole lives? We will become a teacher. We will make these guys love us yeah, so we yeah. can feel like, and, like, what is this? And that could, I mean, I think it goes back to what you were saying before, like all these like almost fantasies that guys have that. Like, oh, yeah, yeah. Once you identify it like as that female teacher, I mean, it's easy enough to. To kind of run with it. So. Oh, yeah. Now, you got to wonder what these female teachers are thinking, though. It's like you, you really like think it's. You're not going to get in trouble. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, no, to be honest with you, man, I mean, I, I think that about a lot of things, just not even just in this this specific uh, scenario. What are a lot of people thinking at a lot of different times? It's yeah. crazy, man. It's like, hey, don't, you know, don't get me wrong. I would have taken any of those hot teachers <laughs> on the opportunity. But, like, I probably would have been smart enough, too, to keep my fucking mouth shut, at least for a good year. So, you know, oh, yeah, some, of these, sure. some of these kids are like, hey, we just bang. <laughs> I don't even miss what Mrs. L. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it's like, well, that wasn't very smart of you. Now she's going to j- You think exactly. you're still going to get pussy from her? No. <laughs> yeah, yeah, fuck no, yeah. Like, she's in jail now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no. You're snitching on yourself at that point. Right? So, yeah, I know. You're ruining it for yourself. I don't know what's uh, up with these kids. But then if it's the other way around, if a guy does it with a, 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 fe- a male teacher does it with a female student, I want you to, like, cut their balls off. So. Right, exactly. <laughs> yep, yep. No, I'm on board with that. So. Yep. The cutting the balls off part. That's yeah, it, yeah, yeah, absolutely. All right, well, I, I'm glad I got your opinions on those things. <laughs> That's so funny, too, man. Same exact story. Yeah, That's no, so yeah, that is hilarious that yeah. we had the same story. I'm going to have to tell my friend that knows that dude and be like, You'll never. I brought up this teacher, and he literally brought up the same. <laughs> exactly. Dude. I thought you. I thought there was a slight chance you'd been like, "Oh no!" Like, like I had this story. Like, yeah, she just like came by me one day and rubbed my shoulders. I would have uh, been like, no, you know, what? No. good for you, man. <laughs> <laughs> Instead, like, no, that's just how much she's remembering. I heard she only stayed like that year. It was her first year, and she left after. I wonder. If, yeah, like, that question scared her away. For yeah, sure. I wonder <laughs> if she was like, I can't that shake one this student. now. Yeah, that I wonder one if she, she went into the teacher's lounge, and they're all like, yeah, I heard uh, that kid told you to ask if you could take your pants <laughs> off. She's like, all right, I got to get the fuck out of here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That would have been enough to send me out to. So. <laughs> <laughs> but no, they were, they were uh, fun. Uh, th- those memories are fun. Oh, for sure. And it is funny how we did have, like, some young, hot teachers. <laughs> yep. But, uh, all right, Ian, we're going to get back to some music if that is all right. Works for me, man. Let's do it. All right. We're going Van Halen next. Jump here on the Frankie D Show. You just listen to Fat Bottom Girls by Queen. Had to listen to that after talking about some hot teachers with some nice asses. <laughs> All right, Ian. Ian, are you into a... I'm not into sports. All my listeners know that. My one dickhead listener, Saturday Night Smoke, always gives me... Uh, he, he, I wouldn't say gives me shit, but he laughs uh, how little I know about uh, football. Are you into football? Oh, huge football guy. Yeah, he always... Like, like one day I was talking, I was like, who the, uh, who's that uh, Zach, Will- like Zach Wilson? Zach Wilson, yeah. Yeah, I was like, wait, is he first string, second string? And this guy, Saturday Night Smoke, he usually calls in. I wouldn't doubt he'll call in like right after this. He always, uh, he's like, did Frankie D really just ask if he was first or second string? Like, <laughs> like I was like, what? I thought, I, I, th- I said, I thought I heard something about Aaron Rodgers going over there. Uh-huh. Yeah, that, that Zach Wilson kid, like, I, I really don't talk about sports on here at all. Unless it's, you know, like more of like, not an actual sports story, like a gossipy story. Like, I talked about that Zach Wilson uh Kid, when I heard he was banging his uh, mom's uh, oh hot cougar friend. hunter, yeah. Oh uh, yeah, well yeah, I didn't, yeah, I didn't know she had a name. Cougar hunter, yeah. Oh, oh, that's his no, nickname. He's the cougar hunter, yeah. Oh, good shit. <laughs> yeah, no, like I was like nothing would ever make me talk about like. I, he's good at football, right? Like, like he's supposed to be good for. He's on the field. Uh, yeah, these last couple of years he hasn't looked uh, too good, but no. yeah, he's on the field though. Yeah, so there's nothing that would really make me talk about him at, at all. But then when he was talking about, uh, or when when there were all those stories about him. Uh, banging his uh, mom's hot friend. I was like, well, I got to talk about this kid now. And like, he's a fucking legend. I was kind of going along with our last. Uh, oh, for our, sure. Our last uh, uh, story. Oh, there. fits perfectly. Yeah. But uh, it's funny too, because his mom like spoke out about it, like laughing about it. But, like, no, they did not bang. I'm like, all right. Yeah. You got to understand this, uh, Mrs. Wilson. 
He's not like a high school student now going around telling all his buddies. <laughs> you would not know if he's banging your best friend. You think your best friend's going to tell you? If oh, she's... he's got a whole PR team keeping that. Yeah. Apps, or supposed to be, but. And you think she's going to tell you? And he's definitely not telling you. Like, like oh, for sure. You, you, you know, you might be in denial. I'm not saying he did or didn't. I mean, props to him. I mean, his mom's hot. Yeah, yeah. yeah. His mom is yeah, hot. I think I've seen a picture, too. Yeah, no, she she's good looking. But uh, anyway, going... Uh, Back, you know, this really has nothing to do with sports besides I'm going to talk about Barstool Sports. So sports was just in my uh, head there. Uh, I want to talk about Dave Portnoy a little bit, the guy that owns Barstool Sports. I, I actually find him uh, funny. I, a show I interned for, uh, a radio show I interned for, he was a guest on multiple times. And he had like a shirt or something that said like... Uh, Who's the guy? Roger Goodell. That's mm-hmm. the guy that yep. owns the. Yeah, he used to wear like a shirt that said Roger Goodell loves ISIS and stuff like yep, that. Like yep. Portnoy, like hates. Uh, oh, hates him. That's an understatement. Yeah, yeah, he hates this guy. So, like, I have found Dave. Port- Again, I'm not a sports guy, but Dave Portnoy is like an entertainment guy. Like, he he he's like, uh, you know, I don't know, like a sports entertainer. He could be in WWE. Like, he's a sports yeah. entertainment guy. Um, so he, he uh, sold Barstool Sports. Uh, I don't know, like a year ago, maybe. I don't even remember when. Did you hear about that news? Yeah, yeah, something like that. Yeah, not not too long ago, but definitely at least uh, at least a year ago. Yeah, so uh, he he sold it. He originally sold, I think, in like 2017. I don't know about half of it. I don't think it was quite half. I think he still had majority mm-hmm. uh, in it. But then he had sold the whole thing to a uh, Penn Entertainment, a sports gambling company, and. They were apparently changing the, which I mean, I called like first second. I'm like, why would you sell to a con? Like, you own yourself, you now your content's gonna be censored. There's like, you know, that's just gonna happen. So he was like, no, nothing's gonna change. I'm still like in charge. We're just gonna be making more money now. I'm like, yeah, okay. A few months later, whatever, they already start getting censored. People start calling him a sellout. And it was funny. I, I do find him funny. He makes like YouTube videos, Twitter tweets and shit like that. He's like, yeah, I sold the fuck out. I made a lot of fucking money. And I, I was like, oh man, you don't give no fucks. Right, exactly. Um, Apparently, though, it was like just a, two days ago, I think, yeah. he uh, bought Barstool Sports back. Did you hear about that? Yeah, yeah. That, yeah, that was like real recent. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, you know, I found that funny. I heard, I don't know if this is true. I heard he bought it back for a dollar. I have not heard any numbers, but. There, literally, there were a bunch of articles out saying, I didn't read any of them, so I'm not saying this is a, a fact. I, uh, I'm i going to have to, though, because I'm just too curious. It says he bought it back for a dollar. So, what that makes me think is. He made a hundred or hundreds of millions on it. I, I d- remember the number that he they bought from him. Everyone was like, we feel like you could have gotten more mm-hmm. for that. But uh, whatever. He made uh, at least a hundred mil, maybe more. I really don't know the number. But um, I, I think Penn, maybe, the gambling, they might have been having a hard time getting licensing, he was saying. And... Uh, they probably were like, dude, please just buy us out of this. Like, we don't want to be associated with you now because we're having a hard time getting licensing. And he might have been like, nah, I'm good. And they're like, we'll sell it to you for a dollar. He's like, all right, so, you know, <laughs> <laughs> like, I'll make millions on this after making 100 million. You know? Oh, exactly. I mean, that's the only thing I could think of if, if these articles are true. And he actually sold yeah. it for a buck. Shit, if that's the case, I should have bought it. Right. <laughs> uh, I got a quick uh, video here. Everyone will be able to... Uh, hear it, of uh, Portnoy saying how he bought uh, Barstool Sports back. Whoa. Fandango music. (laughs) Okay, 
emergency press conference time maybe the biggest emergency press conference that we've ever had here i wonder how often like whenever i don't watch these emergency press conferences too often i wonder if every single one he says that in do you know this is the biggest emergency press conference we've ever had <laughs> I, I haven't seen many of these but it does not surprise me in the least if that's what he does i i i have a feeling that's what he does or at barstool sports um where to start Penn entertainment and barstool sports have gone our separate ways Woo! as of this moment while you were watching this video, I have purchased back Barstool Sports from Penn. So that is right. For the first time in a decade, I own 100% of Barstool Sports, not since the churning deal. Yeah, so he originally, like, he hasn't owned 100% in a long time because he did originally, I think it was like 47%. He, he did sell, mm -hmm. like, almost half of it. So he hasn't sold it. And, uh, he hasn't owned uh, all of it in a long time. Now, uh, and, like, you being a sports fan... Do you think Barstool is, uh, like, in the sports world? Like, he's not even allowed to go to NFL games. So are they even, like, really involved in the sports world anymore? Uh, yeah, I think so. But it's more, like, off-the-field type stuff. So um, I know that they're really big with, like, gambling and just kind of putting yeah. out there. They have their own. I, I, yeah, it's like Barstool, like, gambling or something like that. Yeah. Um, so I know that they're real big into that. Uh, just a lot of memeing and things like that. Just just yeah. going in on, on players who Zach Wilson, I think, had a, a pretty big segment when all that was coming out. So um, a lot of things like that. And, I mean, Dave has such a big presence that he knows a lot of these players. Yeah. The second one guy like pisses him off or, or rubs him the wrong way, I feel like those people get they get flamed pretty quickly. So gotcha, yeah. Because like all I know him from is the content that is nothing about sports. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's like the gossipy drama type stuff that I just find funny. Yeah. You know, but like in terms of sports, I'm like, what are these guys? They're not even allowed in NFL games. What nah, do they yeah, like? Yeah. How are they involved in in sports? But uh, you're you're saying they are like they, I guess because they interview a lot of sports people. Is they, that it? Yeah, they, they do. Uh, they have a couple interviews going around, um, and then uh, yeah, I think it's more so just like how can the average everyday fan like have some stake in the game? So between gotcha. betting things like that gotcha i uh there was uh you might have heard about this again nothing to do with sports but what they were uh owned by barstool sports the uh call her daddy chicks yeah yeah i heard about that yeah they were they were sexy as fuck um <laughs> they had their big podcast it they, they go their separate ways big argument and stuff but during that time this one uh the one girl she was dating this guy that everyone called suit man okay and apparently that was uh that was her boyfriend, and he was the one kind of driving the wedge, saying, "You guys could be making a lot more money." He's fucking Dave Portnoy's like fucking you girls out of money, uh, you know. He, so every, everyone thought he was the mastermind behind things. So I mean, I'm sure it wasn't Dave himself, unless he is this good. But he had some sort of editor make these hilarious videos. He's taking this girl's boyfriend's head, and like the the funniest one I saw. So you, you know Vince McMahon. Of course, yeah. And, which is funny because I said uh, Portnoy's like, you know, a sports entertainer. So yeah. he's like the Vince McMahon of uh, of um, uh, of uh, Barterstool. Yeah. But uh, so he puts, though, her boyfriend's head on Vince McMahon. And I mentioned Stone Cold before. He has his editor, whoever, puts his head on Stone Cold Steve Austin. And, and uh, you know, Pornoy comes out and kicks the uh, shit out of yeah, him. Yeah, you know? yeah, I've seen some of those. I, I thought that was hilarious. I'm like, you're getting, like, I get like a high-level owner of a company. Like, you, you know, those are the people that are supposed to be, like, professional. Yeah. And he's just talking shit, making videos, going yeah. after people. I think that's hilarious. Yeah, yeah. and I, th I think even more recently, like, in the last two days since he purchased a, a Barstool back, um, he yeah. posted this video, and it was, like, everybody <laughs> late to work. Um, oh! 
I saw that. I saw that. He's roasting the shit out of these people. Like, just going in. He's like, these people don't make me enough money to show up this late. And it's hysterical because, like, like normal place that's like an hr nightmare and for like barstool that's like recommended like that's what <laughs> that's just what a day is there like, yeah. it's awesome it's he, it's a real cool environment it, it's funny because he's probably like super fucking pissed at them and he's like fuck like these lazy fucks blah 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 mm-hmm. and then the other part is well i make good content out of that exactly yeah <laughs> like but he's still gonna be as pissed it seems oh for a- sure. a- and like a lot of people dislike him because they think he like he's obnoxious and stuff he's very entertaining but like honestly it does seem like and all right, like I think once someone sees someone obnoxious, they're like, "Oh, that's just who they are." He's mm-hmm. most of the time he seems pretty fucking good. I mean, yeah. those call her daddy girls definitely took advantage of him. They would never come into work. This, this, and that. Hey, he kept paying them. Mm-hmm. He kept paying. Yeah, them. yeah. But uh, I want to see what else he's got to say in this video here. I bought back Barstool Sports for anyone that wants to see it. Have I been in total control of everything? Um, why did it happen? How did it happen? Well, I think. Penn, who I have nothing but great things to say. I've said that all the way along with the Penn relationship. I love how he's trying to keep like the relationship open. Oh, they're great. Yeah, they're great. Yeah. It turns the camera off. Fuck Penn. Exactly. Right? Yeah, yeah. The second it's off. Right. I have nothing but the most respect from Jay, his whole team, everything. Uh, we did this deal about three years ago, and I think both parties are like, we're going to take this thing to the moon. And we underestimated just how tough it is for myself and Barstool to operate in a regulated world where gambling regulators, the New York Times, Business Insider, hit pieces, fucking with the stock price. Every time we did something, it was one step forward, two steps back. See, now I got to wonder if Portnoy had some sort of uh, thought this was going to happen. And he was like, all right, we're going to sell it for this price. There's no way they're going to keep Barstool around. We're too controversial. Right. He's going, like, because from what I've heard in the past, Again, I don't know too, too much about him. I heard he has sold and bought back the company a couple times. I wonder if this was his plan. He was like, there, there's no way they're going to keep us. They're going to pay. A, they're going to buy our company for a ton of money. And I know we'll be able to buy it back for way less. Yeah. Like, sure, I, yeah. I am curious. I mean, he does say, uh, he has said that, like, now he's going to own it forever. Like, he's like, this is just going to be, you know, like a family business, whatever, like he's going to pass it down to someone else at Barstool, but he claims he's not uh, going to buy it anymore. I'm going to sell it anymore. Sure, yeah. Yeah. But, uh, so yeah, I'm glad you uh, now told me that they are in the sports world because I really thought they were honestly out of it. I'm like, why do they still (laughs) call themselves Barstool Sports? Like, just call yourself Barstool now. Like, I, like, I feel like they could get so much more attention, honestly, if they just went by Barstool because there was a lot of people like me that, like, you know, I'm not into sports. So once, when I first heard about them years ago, I never had an interest in watching them because I was like, I'm not into sports. Right, right. Yeah. Yeah, and that's kind of how I started getting into it was because I did like sports. Yeah. And then I'm, I'm, I'm like, all right, this isn't quite what I thought it was. It's more like, yeah. it's more like an online frat party to me, and yeah. uh, and just kind of like that whole like rowdy like behavior and everything. So. Well, yeah, I do think uh, like most of the employees there just seem like a bunch of annoying frat douches. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, like, I think that I think you're supposed to kind of like get completely like wasted and then show up to work hung over the next day. And that's like how they're making their money. And it's awesome. It's yeah. like, t- there's a total market for it. I think it's awesome. Yeah. It's like, if you don't come in hung over, we dock pay. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> right? And I, I think that was like a big part of the, like, cause I think that he was serious in some of that video I mentioned earlier, but, and part mm-hmm. of it too, like, I think he like thrives off these, like people, like the, the oh, yeah, 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 everybody drama. showing up yeah, late and everything. So hey, drama yeah. can be fun. Oh, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> hey, I made a good video for that one. So. Oh yeah. It's entertaining as hell. All right, yeah, well, that's enough Portnoy talk. I know, uh, again, my one 
dickhead listener, Saturday Night Smoke. He's like, oh, I love I, I love sports, but uh, fuck Dave Portnoy. <laughs> I'm like, oh, boy. Yeah, Dave Portnoy's super entertaining. But uh, we're going to get back to some music. Sound good to you? Works for me, man. All righty. Next up here, we're going Rock and Roll Fantasy by Bad Company here on the Frankie D Show. All right, that was Rockin' Me by the Steve Miller Band. We're back to the Frankie D Show. All right, Ian. There's a segment I used to do that I haven't done in a very long time on the Frankie D Show, ever since college radio, have not done it. And we're going to play a game right now. Okay, let's do it. All right, so I used to play this game. I had multiple games, but my favorite one, I think it was the audience's uh, favorite one, was uh, a trumpet game. So I would trumpet without a trumpet, and you would have to guess the song that I was... uh, that I'm trumpeting. Okay, all right. All right, so hopefully you even know these songs I have. I should have probably asked you beforehand, oh, yeah, what kind of music you into? <laughs> but I, I guess I just assume everyone likes classic rock. I did try to go with some popular songs here, though. And there's I, the first song I got here, there's a reason why I picked it, so I know you know this song. Okay. Okay. from the dark oh yeah so the reason why i picked that one day i don't know i used to sing a lot on the bus they played they had a classic rock station on our bus and i used to sing and i see you one day and you're like frank when we get on the bus we're singing dancing in the dark i was like okay that was it that's literally the reason why i I, like that moment sticks in my head i was like i gotta trumpet this out today frankie d would have full-on concerts on the bus it was incredible (laughs) not that i was good at singing i would just i would just sing oh it was incredible it's the best (laughs) All right, we're, we'll move along with the uh, game then. All right, you know this one too. Living on a prayer. Yeah, I had to finish that there. Uh-huh, Living on a prayer. Uh, yeah, so some extra points. Who sings it? Oh, um, Bon Jovi. That's true. And and did you say the singer of the first one? Uh, I did not. Did, uh, Billy go- Joel, right? It is not Billy Joel. It's not Billy Joel. Sorry, I'm not. Yeah, this isn't quite my style of music, but who is it then? Bruce Springsteen. Bruce Springsteen, that's right. Bruce Springsteen. Yep. All right, I'm 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 switching the songs up for the... I'm going to stick with my original song for the next one. Just to see if... I you, I know you don't know this song. Now, now I know you don't know it. Okay. But because you know it now, I'm curious if you're going to be able to get it. All right. <laughs> I'll give you a hint. I played it earlier in the show, and you said you didn't know it, and I said, song that Ian doesn't know. Oh, yeah. No, no, man. I'm not going to get that. I don't even know if I did that one well, uh, but uh, that was Pinball Wizard by The Who. But I'm actually, I'm replacing that one with a song that... I know you do now. Okay. Oh, Fat Bottom Girls. Yep. All right. Yep. I, I was like, I, I, you know, I like to make my guests feel like they know stuff. So. Yeah, I'll take that. I'll take that. <laughs> yeah, thanks for giving me that softball at the end. All right. Um, next, next one, I think you'll know. Then if you're really not into classic rock, I don't think you'll know the last two, but we're going to go with it anyway. Let's do it. Let's try. All right. Oh, I 
No, it sounds real familiar, but I, I don't think I could pick, put a name to it. I'll do the last part again. Fun, fun, fun by the Beach Boys. Yeah, I don't think I was going to guess that one. <laughs> it's been a long time since I heard the Beach Boys. Did, did any of that sound familiar at all? It, now that you say it, it sounds She'll a little more familiar. Fun, yeah. fun, fun, till her daddy takes the T-bird away. Yeah, I yeah, I don't, I don't know if I was going to guess it, but <laughs> I think last time I heard the Beach Boys was probably at like Six Flags. Gotcha. So, yeah. <laughs> all right, we got two more. If you don't know that one, I definitely don't think you'll know these, but you never know. All right. Uh... That sounds familiar, but I I kind of I messed up the beginning a little bit there, but but the part you would know, I I, yeah. I I feel like I did all right. Yeah, no, it definitely sounds familiar. I, I again not not getting a name to it, but <sighs> one more time, one more time. Wait, hold on. Let's let's think of the part to start at for that you would know. Um, okay. I've got something coming to my mind too, but I like I can't form words in my head of what this is. Out of all these songs, this would be the one I I would think you would know the least. I wanted to see how, how good your tr- uh, classic rock knowledge would uh-huh. be. Uh, Give me shelter by the Rolling Stones. Okay, yeah, it, it sounds familiar, but yeah, I wasn't coming to that answer. Gotcha, it's all good. And then the last one here, last uh, trumpet song for the uh, Frankie D Show game. All right. I did not think I had it at all. And then right at the end, it, it sounded a little more familiar. Can I get that end one more yeah. time? Yeah, no, I'm not getting a name right now. Whole Lot of Love by Led Zeppelin. Oh, man. Okay. Did- I, I, I do know that song. I do know that song. You do know that one? Yep. yep. All right. Well, that's going to conclude our game, and you did pretty well. I mean, I I didn't, you know, give you the uh, genre of music you're into. What genre are you into? Yeah, yeah, so I, I switch up a lot. So I've gone from rap, and now I'm actually kind of getting a little more, more into country right now. Wow, um, well, like, so you're into modern country? What kind of country? More like country pop, I would say. Like Morgan Wallen's been big on the playlist these days. Okay. Um, but then I, I always have to shoot back to my roots. I go back to Drake every once in a while, too. So. Gotcha. I mean, I grew up mostly listening to country music. Country, and then, I don't know, probably when we got into middle school, that's when I got into classic rock. Oh, uh, gotcha, yeah. Yeah, a couple of my friends, are they're, they're trying real hard to put me on, so I'm like a baby steps right now, baby steps steps we'll get there gotcha yeah i mean the, the new country for me the the thing that's you know it's it's too pop for me it now. is and, yeah. and i mean like I, I wasn't into like 
I'm, you know, I'm not that into like the '50s country music where it's like they're just talking. But like, you know, like that Shania Twain, oh, Alan Jackson, gotcha. Montgomery oh, gotcha. Jackson. You know, like the new stuff. I'm like, what the fuck is this stuff? Oh, I gotcha. Yeah, I think that's kind of where where I gravitate more towards like that Morgan Wallen. And uh, somebody yeah. actually just sent me a um, Luke Combs song like uh, yesterday. Actually, gotcha. Awesome. Yeah, great, great song. So. Um, yeah, it's, it's taken some baby steps. Who knows? Gotcha. Maybe I'll get towards your Shania Twain one day, but <laughs> not quite well, yet. I recommend uh, for the newer singers, uh, Chris Stapleton. Okay, okay. Yep. I, I recommend him. All right, Ian, did you uh, like the trumpet game? You oh, impressed? I loved it. Oh, I loved it. Seeing Frank play the, the mouth trumpet in person is incredible. That's right. There was no actual trumpet here. No, nah, that was that was incredible. <laughs> All right, we're going to get back to some music. Sound good? It works for me, man. Let's do it. All right, since uh, you you know of Whole Lot of Love by Led Zeppelin, we're going to go Zeppelin next. Let's Sound do good? It. Let's All right, do it. Next up here on the Frankie D Show, Led Zeppelin, Whole Lot of Love. All right, Ian, we got a call in on the line here. He, it's funny. Uh, he has a question that I was going to uh, ask you. Okay. I literally have it down, but we will have uh, we'll have him say it. Hello, caller. You're on the air with Frankie D. Hey, Frankie D. Hey, Ian. Hey, how's it going? Good afternoon. Are you you got to introduce Good. yourself, you dickhead? Uh, this is uh, apparently you only have one listener. You, you've mentioned me like two times, two, three times. No, we've got yeah, a lot I, more I, today. Ian, Ian I, really spread the word. We got a lot more I today. I was just going to say, <laughs> I know you've got dozens of listeners. I'm Saturday Night Smoke, John Paul. You can call me John Paul. Great to meet you. Um, call him Saturday Night nice Smoke. Nice to meet you. Yeah. Um, which, the first question or the second question I gave you? Uh, I don't remember. Uh, the one about my uh, the most embarrassing Frankie D moment. Okay. Yeah, so what is the most embarrassing Frankie D moment you have uh, from your uh, childhood growing up with, uh, with Frankie D? Oh, man. So I don't know. Knowing Frankie D, he probably wouldn't even be like actually embarrassed by this, but um, <laughs> it's, it's something that comes back. I wasn't even actually there, but it's just like a story that is like the epitome of Frankie D in my mind. So... Um, I'm a little he, scared, but let's hear this. So Frank, Frankie D keeps <laughs> Frankie D keeps talking about like WWE. He plugged the the divas a little bit. Uh-huh. So we yeah. were we were young. Oh man, we must have been like third grade. And one of my friends went over to his place, and they're like hanging out and stuff. And and Frank was uh, showing him his room, showing him all the stuff he had. And he's like, "Hey man, you see this? Like, you know what this is?" And oh, I know what you're gonna. I didn't <laughs> even know you knew this. I I know what you're gonna say. And, and it's uh, it's a uh, uh, Jack in the Box. So. And I, I mean, at this point, I haven't seen a Jack in the Box in, in who knows how long. But so he's got this Jack in the Box, and he's there's like, actually a Spider Man in a box. Oh, Spider Man in the box. Yes. My apologies. So, uh, but you'll like, find out what was in the box. He's like showing my friend, and he's like, he's like showing him and everything. He's like, well, you want to see what happens when you open it up? So he like winds it up and everything. The music starts playing. It pops out, and Frankie D had pasted a a, a card of a WWE diva right over the top of it <laughs> so he could hide it from his mom. And that's like the the epitome of Frankie D. I will never forget that. <laughs> I didn't even know. That's funny. I do remember. I didn't even know you knew that. I, I, I wasn't hiding it from my mom. I just thought it'd be funny to show people. Well, it's hysterical. Yeah. <laughs> now, to this day, I it's like still in my head. Yeah. I think I like taped it or something because it's not on there anymore. Oh, no. I even remember the diva I had on there, too. She's not. She's no longer with us. She's uh, dead now. Oh, no way. Ashley Mazzaro. Yes, that is funny. Oh, rest in peace. Oh, wow. Yeah, no, I'm not even embarrassed by that. That's, I, that's hilarious that you remember that. Yeah. Thing. Yeah. That's like the epitome of, of you when I think of you. Oh, my God. That is hilarious. That is a great story. Yes. I, what was your other question, Smoke? Oh, I, I've got a few now that I'm able to call in. But um, so uh, I do a lot of traveling and stay in hotels and stuff. What's what's the best way to get a uh, a room for cheap? 
the best way to get a room for cheap? That's a good question. Um, <laughs> so, I mean, I've heard a lot of things where people try to book on certain days. Uh, I know they do that with airlines as well. Um, to be quite honest yeah. with you, I think that's all bullshit. Yeah, I think that's total bullshit. Um, I would say uh, take a look at uh, more of like – so it's kind of it's twofold. So I would say look more at like your online travel agency. So if you're going to go at like a, um, like a booking.com, Expedia, something like that, you're probably going to get an extra little bit of a discount on it. Um, don't tell any of the franchisees that I work with that I said that because I should be sending you directly to the hotel itself. <laughs> um, but, yeah, that, that's course. really going to be your best way to go about it. Um, Honestly, it's it, it, since uh, COVID really and everything, it's it's been kind of tough to for me to even get a, a discount with my like company rate. So Damn. yeah, I, I would say your best bet is probably going to be to go through those third party channels. Okay, well, that's good advice. That's good advice. I usually am traveling for company for my uh, company, so I don't really. I, I'm not looking for too much of a discount. But gotcha, gotcha. Uh, the yeah, point, the, the points are good. I. Are you a, uh, obviously you have to stay in your hotel or whatever, but do you have any thoughts on, um, the debate I have with my friends, our coworkers is Hilton or Marriott, like which points are better. Do you have any uh, thoughts on that? Just from, just from my experience, uh, I would say probably Marriott, I would have to say. Um, I don't know. I've just had a lot of like better night stays there. I, I've noticed like, like cleaner rooms, bigger rooms, things like that. So I, I'm on the Marriott side. Uh, all right. Well, I thought you were going to be my best friend. Sorry. Uh, no. Sorry to let you down there. Sorry to let you down. That's not a <laughs> no, plug. No that's work. not a plug to my company either. So. <laughs> oh, that's fine. Frankie D, uh, he, he's looking for sponsors. Um, and I had one other question for you, Ian. So going back, I guess, to, um, to the sports, uh, what kind of fan are you? I so who's quite your, honestly, I'm all over the place. What, what do we? What do you want to talk football? That seems to be what Frankie D was uh, plugging you as. Uh, any any sports, but I mean it's coming up on football season, so sure. I don't know, you'll surprise me and say you're a Jets fan or something. No, nah, no, nah, my team's actually out there, and again, I'm based out of New Jersey, so I'm a I'm a Detroit Lions fan. And wow. Yeah, 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 pretty out there. And more recently, I've uh, I've I've been getting converted into a Tennessee Titans fan. So. Yeah, little little love to to both those teams. Uh, I will give Frankie D a hundred bucks if he can tell me who the quarterback is for Detroit. No whispering. <laughs> um, uh, de, wait, let me think. Let me, Rick Flair. <laughs> spot on. Spot on. <laughs> You just made yourself. Oh, you're gonna bucks, give it man. to him. <laughs> you're gonna give it to that, him. That, that's quite the that's quite the stretch there. But I love the game. Wait, 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 wait. Uh, wait, wait. Got another one. Got another. Um, Ted Nugent. I'm I'm closer. I'm I'm in Detroit now. At least you are in Detroit, but still still ways to go. Yeah. Still ways to go. Well, this guy uh, played in the Super Bowl, right? Didn't he play in the Super Bowl? Yeah, yeah, a couple years back. I was probably watching Shrek that night or something. <laughs> he definitely weren't watching the <laughs> Super Bowl. No, I, I think it's Jared Goff. Yeah, correct. Yep, oh, correct. Y- you didn't even know it's smoke. No, I, I knew it. Yeah, correct. They, they actually just picked up a new backup, too, Teddy Bridgewater. Yeah, I was going to say Bridgewater, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Pickup. That was a big surprise. I was Their like, coach. 
their coach is like all of that. Dan Campbell, right? He's like yep. the, the guy who's going to eat, eat your knees off. And stuff yep, like eat that. your knees. I mean, this guy's running on like like probably 2,000 milligrams of caffeine a day. This guy's crazy. He's awesome. That's funny. Yeah, no. Good luck, guys. You know, hey, that, that, uh, that NFC North is wide open. Any, anyone can win. I'm a Cowboys fan, so I got. Oh, are you? Okay, okay. A Cowboys fan living in Philadelphia, so that's pretty. Wow. From, uh, how does how does that come to be? I grew up in Texas. I grew up in Dallas. Oh, and gotcha. Then, uh, moved here for work like 20 years ago. Oh, cool. Yeah, I'm no Cowboys fan, but I was at the stadium. Insane, beautiful stadium. It's crazy. When it first came out, um, now Frank Frank will be interested in this. When it first came out, they had these little stages where they had like women go-go dancers, and they would dance like during the game. And uh, guess I got to go Jones, to a Dallas game. Was, <laughs> yeah, Jerry Jones thought it was like a good idea. Then his wife found out about it, and uh, <laughs> these pictures came out of Jerry Jones with some of the dancers after the uh, game. <laughs> he wasn't yeah, even watching the games dancers. at that point. No, no. Um, all right. Well, hey, it was great talking with you, Ian. I'm uh, I'm glad uh, I'm glad Frankie D does actually have friends. It's uh, good to good to know that. I know he's got uh, his college buddy Thurman. Yes, Thurman Merman. Uh, yeah, but no, that's uh, that's a great story of the uh, Spider Man in the box. <laughs> no, I'm glad to like that. It's yeah. great to meet you too, man. Yeah, I mean, uh, ever even even since I walked in uh, before we even got on the air, Frank has been talking about you. So yep, I, I, I knew was, it was I knew it was a matter of time. I was like, we're gonna have some dickhead call in today. He's he's gonna be he's I I said he's probably gonna criticize me in some sort of way, but he's all right. <laughs> I didn't criticize you at all. You just said it's good to know Frankie Diaz friends. <laughs> he has this one buddy, Thurman Merman. I've had a bunch of my friends calling you a dickhead. No, that is true. That is, true. that is true. I was just trying to make a joke. Sorry, Frankie D, for getting so serious. That's what he always accuses me of. Doing, so I beat him to it. <laughs> That's but awesome. Anyway, anyway, you guys have a good uh, rest of the show. I'm enjoying it. And uh, play some more Steve Miller for me. He, uh, Talking about high schools, he went to my high school. So. Uh, what do you want to hear? Play, play, you, you played one earlier. Play uh, the one I always ask for, the Space Cowboy. Space Cowboy? All right. I got you. Yeah. All right, man. Talk to you later. All right. Peace out, Smoke. But a bomb. All right. Well, yeah, I'm glad you got to hear one of my uh, fans today. That was awesome. I <laughs> love that. That's great. Yeah. he he, he He's good people. He, uh, he he's been a, a very loyal Frankie D fan. He calls in every week. I don't take any offense to what he says. <laughs> Lo- loyal loyal fans and everything, and you're calling them dickheads. Wow! <laughs> now I see what the Frankie D show is all about. Now I see. And I'm hoping you're liking it. Oh, I love it. I love every second of it. <laughs> all right, I'm gonna play uh, Smoke's uh, song request real quick, and we'll be right back after it. Sound good? Sounds good. Shout out Smoke. All right, next up here on the uh, Frankie D. You know what we're going to do? Since Thurman Merman didn't call in today, he usually requests this from me. Saturday Night Smoke did not request this from me. We're going to let you experience it. No, I don't think anyone's ever experienced this in person before. I've always uh, been in my dinky basement uh, do- doing this. So whenever uh, my uh, one listener, Thurman Merman, calls in, he whenever he requests a song, he asks me to do a super-duper hacky... Uh, radio talk up for the song and sometimes I fall flat on my face because I do it right on the spot but uh 
We're going to try it out. Let's do it. All right. So here we go. All right, everyone. Next up here on the Frankie D Show, we're going to be playing the Steve Miller Band. It was a song requested by Saturday Night Smoke. Ian didn't think it was a great pick, but I said, you know what, Ian? We got to do it. Saturday Night Smoke requested it. Yeah, he is a dickhead, but I like him a lot. So next up here on the Frankie D Show, it is Space Cowboy by the Steve Miller Band here on FDRS. All right. Space Cowboy by Steve Miller Band. Sexy ass song. All right, Ian, we're, we're in the final stretch of the show now. If anyone else wants to call in, feel free. Uh, all right, Ian, so I've got a couple more topics uh, that I'd like to uh, discuss with you. One is, uh, you said you were into, like, hip-hop before. Yeah. You, you went to Kanye West? Uh, yeah, yeah. I that like guy, his music. That guy's, like, fucking nuts, man. Oh, he's insane. Oh, uh, yeah. I, I thought it, when he was saying all the uh, anti-Semitic shit, I was like, whoa, yeah, like, yeah. the fuck you doing? And, uh, you know, even if it's, like, the most insane shit, like, that people will find, like, you know, offensive, this and that, I usually, uh, you know, I'm like, oh, it clearly was for comedy. Like, whether, you know, it, it hit or whatever, that's a whole other story. But, like, whether the intent was there, whatever. The intent, there was no fucking punchline to no, no. He literally just tweeted out, like, I'm going to go take a nap. When I wake up, I'm going to kill Jews or something like that. Yeah. It's like, what the fuck? Yeah, yeah. Like, there's no joke in there at all. Like, it's not, yeah. But it was uh, really crazy the one day when he, like, tweeted out or something, a picture of 21 Jump Street. And uh, I, I, I guess Jonah Hill's Jewish. Uh-huh. And he was like, I just watched 21 Jump Street. Jonah Hill made me realize I don't hate Jews anymore. Yeah, yeah. I love you, Jonah. I was like, what? And like, that's pair. I don't even remember exactly what he said. Right, but right. Or something I, like that. I had to start laughing. I was like, what the fuck's wrong with this it's guy? It's crazy. It's crazy. Yeah, like you almost think like this whole life is like a skit at this point. Yeah, like I, I, I'm like, is this guy just mentally unstable? Is he doing this for shock factor? Like, it, it, like I mean, people won't like respect it. I, like if, if it was proven... This was all planned, and he's like, "Oh, I just want to get attention here, attention." And it was all like, it, it, like I would find that in the future, maybe a little funny, but like no one else would. That would be like, nah, that's for him saying that you're a piece of shit. But, right, but right, um, I, I get what you're saying. Yeah, but uh, yeah, I don't know. Like the shit he says, I'm just like, I just like. Someone needs to like inject you with meds if you're that mentally unstable. Oh, it's crazy. And, and I do got to believe he is actually that bad because mm-hmm. you know. Kim Kardashian divorced him, and right. she seemed to not have a problem with him, like, for, you know, she, like, didn't even, like, live with him most of the time from right. what I've heard. Like, he did his thing, she kind of did hers, and she never mm-hmm. had a problem. So she she must have been like, oh, yeah, this guy's getting out of control. Well, I heard him, like, one of the big things with her was, like, he just screamed somewhere one day, like, I almost aborted my daughter. And it was like, what the yeah. fuck? Why are you screaming? That? Yeah, it's like so out of pocket. I, I loved when uh, South Park made fun of it, like for him being a gay fish. You oh, my see God. That, that's that? one of the funniest ones. Oh, it's so fucking. And the song is actually really good, too. <laughs> yeah, I, the whole thing was hilarious. And then they also made, like, that that storyline went on a little bit where then he called himself a recovering gay fish. And yeah. then uh, they brought it. Uh, Kim Kardashian in as a hobbit, and uh-huh. he's like, bitch, how are you not the hobbit again? Like, the, the way they made fun of him was so funny, and I heard he actually got pissed at that, and I'm like, wait, are you getting pissed at the thing they were actually making fun of you in yeah. the show for? That was uh, hilarious. But I heard he's already married again. And yeah, he, yeah. Ag- again, like, I'm not, like... I mean, when we were growing up, like, I feel Eminem was the biggest hip-hop, you know, rapper. Like, would you agree, disagree with Yeah, that? for sure. Yeah, it was like Eminem and Jay-Z, I think, had that, like, pretty much on hold, and then... 
you yeah. saw, see some new guys come up. I mean, it's because like I, I was never a big hip hop guy. I like most genres of music. I don't even dislike hip hop. In fact, mm-hmm. I actually I took a class on hip hop back in college. Oh, did you really? Just because I wanted to learn more about it. Because I am very into music. I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, I really don't listen to this that much. But it's definitely never been my favorite uh, genre. Um, Which is funny, man. Uh, sorry to cut you off a little bit, but yeah, it, this, this takes me back to the bus uh, <laughs> when we were on the bus together. And I remember um, just on that hip hop, like rap kind of like theme. I would sing them. Well, I remember that I think it was like Saved by the Bell or something. What? You you had this like skit in your head, um, and it was all about Wu Tang. Oh, and like that's I know what like, you're talking it's about. It's like the intro to to the song, uh, uh, and you'd always go Wu Tang again. Oh man, it, again and again. It, it was on a commercial. I don't remember what channel. It might have been MTV or something. Okay, because I I remember it, that no, it was already off. I don't even remember. That, yeah, we, that's we, the intro we, to the song co- Protected Next. So. I don't remember if we were in high school or. Uh, or uh, middle school. I remember, uh, which I've talked about with Thurman Merman on the show before. Uh, Beavis and Butthead had oh, a se- wow. had a season that came out back then. And then, like I watched Jersey Shore back then. I found their drama funny. Mm-hmm. I think it was MTV, maybe. I don't remember exactly. But yeah, um, I just remember there was a commercial on there, and I didn't even know what Wu Tang was. I just remember the commercial going like, Wu Tang. Oh yeah, again and again. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's that's all I uh, remember. Yeah, yeah, that, that, and that's like I always thought that you had some like a little bit of hip hop in you, just because of that. Like you no. were always reciting that on the bus. So. And uh, like, well, like the only one, like I guess I got into, which it's funny when I say everyone's like, "Oh, that's a very white answer of you," is uh, Eminem, and it was just because I felt like he was just played all the time when yeah. we were growing, like whether it was elementary school, and then whenever uh, he, I remember he was out for a little bit but then came back with recovery yeah. right yeah like, i would say that he pretty much lasted our entire childhood through high school and then yeah it was like once we graduated high school that's when he started to kind of like dis- disappear a little bit yeah. i mean yeah so like when people say like like people are like oh do you not like hip-hop i'm like well i don't dislike like, like screamo i fucking hate mm-hmm. like like i subgenres i'm not into but sure. like in, in terms of a genre in general i'm like well i don't hate a whole like the whole genre uh, but no, I don't really listen to it. Well, who's your favorite rapper? Eminem. Oh, that's a very white answer. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, well, what do you want me to say? I'm like, <laughs> I grew up like when there was a hip hop song on, whether it was radio, TV, whatever, mm-hmm. it was mostly Eminem. Yeah. And, and like, I think, you know, he was just a huge, uh, you know, figure. Yeah. And I think a big part of that is that uh, like artists just had a, a much greater longevity back then like it was like you you knew multiple songs by every artist like right now a lot of the guys coming out like i could tell you their hit song because that's what's on like yeah. tiktoks and, and instagram reels and stuff like that it, isn't but it funny though that you just say yeah, it's on tiktok and stuff like, it's like you it. you used to say yeah like i know they're big songs because you know we heard them on the radio yeah. now it's like i heard it on tiktok exactly yeah like, i don't even have a fucking tiktok <laughs> yeah yeah no it's it's crazy and like that's like a lot of songs like i feel like an idiot or i feel like like i'm like older than i am but i'm like looking up a tiktok song with this person in it and like i'll just type in like the artist yeah so yeah it's like like i feel so old typing stuff like that in but that's like how i find some music yeah it's uh funny kanye west uh must have a type because I've, apparently he's married already again. Yeah. And have you uh, have you seen his wife? Oh yeah. She's she's got a big fucking rack on her. Yep. yep. And, you know, just like Kim. I'm like he clearly has. I don't. I mean, you know, Kim Hourglass, has a big. That's what he likes. Yeah, Kim has a an, an ass. Also, does his current wife have mm-hmm. a, a big ass too? Yep. Yeah. He, he likes them built from the ground up. He clearly, strong foundation. He clearly has uh, a type. Yeah, I mean, I think it's kind of weird that he would marry so quick after, and then I find it even like I might find it weirder that she would just marry him after. I wonder if she was like, 
bring it up. He was like, hell nah, bitch. <laughs> and then uh, he, he was like, I know you'll be with me forever. And then uh-huh. like two years later, she just divorces him because right. she didn't want the bring up. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like I, I could see him. I mean, the way he perceives himself, you know, to the public, I could see him uh, doing something like that. Oh, for sure. For sure. But uh, yeah, he's... He's crazy. You know, there there's this other crazy guy I read about recently. This guy has uh, a Chevy Monte Carlo, and he is uh, in love. Apparently, he has a sexual relationship with his car. No way. I, I swear You're to lying. God. I, I got this article right here, a Daily Mail article for anyone that would want to check it out. Arkansas man who was in sexual relationship with his soulmate, 1998 Chevy Monte Carlo, called Chase is left devastated. After car is written off in a routine checkup. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, my gosh. So, like, when it says he was in a sexual relationship, what the fuck does that mean? Was he sticking his, like, fucking wiener in the muffler or something? Like, I guess, yeah. The fuck was he doing? Yeah, you got to be in somewhere, right? I, I, I don't even get, was he just humping the car? <laughs> this is news to me, man. I don't even know how you make that work. The motorist who goes by Nathaniel, uh, we don't get his last name, uh, detailed how his relationship, <laughs> his relationship broke down with his beloved 1998 Chevy Monte Carlo named Chase. Wait, oh, oh he, is he gay? <laughs> like he's gay? Like maybe? Like he, he, he like which is fine, but I mean, yeah. like, like it's not even a, usually you name your car a girl and yeah. name. Usually, when you turn the car on, they don't mean like that. So that's pretty crazy. Yeah, named Chase after it was uh, destroyed during a routine checkup. Four years ago. You know, some people, they, uh, I feel like they do this type of shit. Literally, like, I, I gotta say, like, does it say his Instagram or Twitter or TikTok or something on here? I read so many of these, like, shock stories. Uh, like, I was reading this uh, about this one, I was talking about this one girl this one day on the Frankie D show here, that she was dating, uh, or she was married, I think, to a mannequin. And she, he had a dildo penis and he, the mannequin cheated on her. So she took his penis away. Like, you don't deserve this. And it's like, like, are you trying to just get like popularity on TikTok or what, whatever? Cause I swear it had like a TikTok or an Instagram there. I'm like, is this guy even fucking for real right now? Yeah, no, that, that, that's absurd. I've never heard that before. And yeah, <laughs> if someone were to take my penis away after fucking up i guess i don't know that's pretty absurd that's crazy the fucking mannequin cheated on her i think with a, <laughs> i think a couple times too i was like damn this wait, mannequin's got fucking game wait my, my only question is with other mannequins or with other people i, I honestly i don't know oh man and i really wanted to know i was like i would really love to not only interview her i would love to find out who this woman's parents are yeah and right. interview them be yeah, like what right. the fuck did this girl grow <laughs> up with if you I ever was, find her, you have to promise me that you're going to interview her dressed up like a mannequin. I, I mean, whatever she's, you know, in for, I want her to bring the mannequin husband that she <laughs> she punishes and takes his penis away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's who you really got to interview, the mannequin. <laughs> right. <laughs> That'd be crazy. That'd probably be a short interview, but. Yeah, right? Well, yeah, I am curious uh, who he cheated on her with. Yeah, apparently that mannequin at game, you know, yeah, like yeah, he's yeah. just going around cheating on her. That's it. It's always the quiet ones. Right. <laughs> Let's see. This article actually here. Oh, uh, here, if you want to see, everyone will have to uh, look this article up if you want to see it. Just remember, uh, sexual relationship with Chevy Monte Carlo. There's the guy. He looks very sad. Yeah, yeah, this guy looks depressed. And he's in a race car bed with his sheets have him and a picture of his Chevy Monte Carlo on it. 
It writes itself. The fuck, Nathaniel. And, and I guess it's a like, I guess he's into guy cars. I mean, usually you hear yes. about a girl, uh, a car being called like a she. You know, yeah, it's like, yeah. oh man, she's getting old now, and you know, and they, usually people name their cars girls. Like, nah, this this he's into guy yeah. cars. Yeah, this guy's got. Yeah. He's apparently yellow, very yellow case with the with the him, himself on it. Very progressive, Nathaniel. Now there are some before I end the show here. There are some comments here uh, for. The article. I want to see what some other people had to say about this. I always find people's reactions funny. Uh, this person said, "R.I.P. Chevy, far too young." Uh, this person said, "Bad breeding." <laughs> this person said, "At least give it a girl's name." Right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, apparently, he's not into that. Um, let's see. Uh, I saw him on another show, My Strange Addiction. I believe I and I believe and I watched very briefly with a gal who ate toilet paper. This was not the same car he was in love with. Oh, he's a fucking fake. Oh, look at this guy. Obviously an act for attention. What was I just saying, wow, Ian? What was I just look Obviously an act for attention. He was in love with a BMW on that episode that recently aired. Gross man. I mean, like, this guy does have, like, a fucking problem if he's just trying to make stories up like this to get attention. So, so far we talked about a mannequin cheating on its wife and then a guy cheating on cars. Yeah, right? This is crazy. This is fucking nuts. Sick man obsessed with delusions. Jesus cannot return fast enough. Uh, he is living much uh, like a ma- many Americans. He is delusional about life and strange, but he's not hurting anyone. Far worse things in the world today. Well, that's I guess that's true. Yeah. Uh, and let's see. Uh, sad get. Oh, probably sad guy. I wouldn't want to have been standing behind the exhaust when it was started up. <laughs> who knows what you might have been uh, spattered. Who knows what you might have been spattered with. <laughs> All right. So that is it with uh, that topic there. But, <laughs> oh, man. Well, that, that guy's fucking nuts, Ian. Yeah. When they say there was a lot of fish in the sea, I didn't think it went that far. But Yeah, I know. He's going for automobiles. Fish ran out. He went to automobiles. <laughs> All right, if anyone wants to call in in these, like, literally last two minutes, go for it. Uh, Ian, I'm going to start saying my goodbyes to you now. Cool. Uh, That's the end of the Frankie D show. I know. I know. And I was 10 minutes late. I'm sorry, guys. I'm in a studio today, like I said. The guy's place closes at 5 here. I don't want to take advantage of him. You know, so I'm going to – he said I could stay till 5, so I am going to be getting off now. But uh, this was fun. I haven't done an in-studio, uh, you know, interview in a long time. Ian, I appreciate you uh, coming by. Oh, thanks for having me, man. This is awesome. Absolutely. And uh, we will have to have you back on the show again. Please, please. Anytime, anywhere, let me know. Absolutely. All right, well, any last uh, words before I end the show here? No, just want to thank everybody and shout out Frankie D. Great guy right here. Thank you. All right, and before I uh, close the show, again, everyone, go tell a friend to download the Live 365 app. Put FDRS on there every Friday, 3 to 5 p.m. Eastern. I go live on here. The rest of the week, you can enjoy some classic rock songs going on there. And if you want to follow the show on social media, it's at The Frankie D Show on Instagram and Twitter. All righty. Well, Ian, unfortunately, I think i got to end the show. I really wish I could stay on an extra 10 minutes since I... Uh, since we started 10 minutes late, but what you going to do? That's uh, all right, man. We'll nah, have to, it's been great since being here. We'll have to call, have you call into the show and make up those 10 minutes. Oh, for sure. For sure. All righty, everyone. I'm not even going to go play another song. Usually I'm with a song, but uh, I'm not going to do that because I don't want to piss this guy off so he lets me use the studio in the future. 
All right, everyone. I'm out of here. I'll catch you next Friday, 3 to 5 p.m. Eastern. Peace.